turn your attention tonight to Matthew chapter 14, verses 30 and 31. I want to sit, preach a simple message. If you'll reach up, he'll reach down. Anybody believe that? If you'll reach up, he'll reach down tonight. How many know that sometimes it feels like we're drowning in the scares of this world, but if we'll reach up to him, he'll reach down to us tonight. I'm telling you, he's more willing to reach down than some people are willing to reach up tonight. Matthew 14, beginning in verse 30. But when, the, when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. Verse 31. And immediately, listen to that word, and immediately right there, Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O oh, you of little faith, wherefore did you doubt? I want to speak to you once again on if you'll reach up, he'll reach down. Heavenly Father, we come before you tonight, Lord, and we lift you up, dear God, and we ask you, Lord, for your touch, dear God. We ask you, Lord, for your anointing in here tonight, Lord, for you to have your way in this sanctuary, Father. We pray, Lord, for you to just move, dear Lord. If there's one in here it feels like they're drowning in the sorrows of life, if they feel like they're sinking, they'll reach up to you tonight because, Lord, we know you'll reach down. Lord, and we pray, God, tonight, Lord, for your anointing in here and your spirit, dear Father, Lord, and we give you the glory, God, the praise and the honor. In that precious name of Jesus Christ, we pray, amen and amen. You ever felt like you were drowning? Maybe not in water like Peter did right here, but sometimes even the cares of life can make us go under sometimes, ain't it? It seems like the, the very moment things come our way, it could be a time, we'll get there in just a minute, but I imagine they've always been times where it seems like the cares of life, the wind would be boisterous, and it would seem to blow our way, and it would begin to bring us down. Just like here in the case of Peter, right here. We know the story right here, what happened when he began to get out of the boat. And how he began to ask Jesus, Lord, let me walk on the water. The very moment um, he, he was the one who was willing to get out of the boat. But I want you to know the very moment that wind began to blow. Uh, and that wind, he began to sing the boisterous wind instead of Jesus Christ. Uh, how many tonight to know we've got to keep our eyes on Jesus Christ? Uh, how many know tonight that he is our only answer? How many know tonight that if we're going to make it through these trying times, uh, we've got to keep our hand uh, on, eyes on the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We've come too far to just go under now. I know there's a boisterous wind that may be blowing. Those boisterous winds represent the difficult times. Amen. The circumstance that comes your way. As these winds go, these circumstances that are loud, clamorous, and they demand attention. Have you ever been in a storm like in a hurricane? I remember years ago down in North Carolina, back in 88, 89, Hurricane Hugo come through. 
I can't. I was in middle school. And I, I remember waking up that morning. You could hear the winds a howling, and the only thing I was interested in was, <laughs> "Is there school or not?" <laughs> I'm telling you right then and there. But you could hear those winds a howling. You know that wind meant fury. You know that wind was out there blowing some things around. How many know life sometimes can do that to us? How many know the difficulties of life sometimes? that we will howl and demand our attention. What it's trying to do, I believe many times, it tries to take our attention off of Jesus Christ because the very moment you take your attention off Jesus Christ is the very moment you begin to sink. How many know the very moment somebody begins to backslide is the very moment they take their eyes off Jesus Christ? I don't know about you tonight. I know this world is in I know there's a political, moral, and spiritual crisis, but I'm still going to keep my eyes on Jesus Christ tonight. I'm still going to keep focused on this journey and this job ahead. But sometimes those bolsters winds, they're like a blow a little bit. It's trying to take our attention off. As soon as Peter got out of that boat, you know there comes the wind trying to blow him down. You know, as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, he was all right. But the very moment he began to look at the wind, that loud wind, and listen to it, was the very moment he got in trouble. That's the way it is. Think about the waves that was around Peter. How many know, I believe there was waves walking around where that wind was blowing waves. And where it looked like they were going to get Peter too. How many know what sometimes those boisterous winds can blow our way and those waves can be roaring, whether it's in the realm of finances, physical problems, even spiritual sometimes. Things it blows our way. And it seems like all everything is just coming to take us down. It's like Job said in Job 14 and 1. Man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. How many know I've told you many times, this world ain't got nothing to offer to you but trouble. Amen. This world right here ain't got this age of the system of this world going to offer heartache and pain and misery. I'm telling you right now, but I know one that's got more to me than this world can ever give me. I know one that's got his hand upon me no matter what I'm going through. I know one who's looking down at me no matter what's going on in my life. How many know, child of God, tonight that Christ has got his eyes upon his own tonight? How many know he's got his attention focused upon you tonight? No matter what you're going through, we've got to keep our eyes on Jesus. You see, the very moment that Peter would take his eyes off Jesus and begin to focus upon the wind would be the very moment he would begin to sink. Uh-oh, I got somewhere I've got to go right here, right now. Oh, 
Thank you, Holy Ghost. I feel it right there. I'm telling you, sometimes the winds of this life take us away from where we need to be. How many know what I'm talking about? People's got better things to do instead of being the house of God tonight. Amen? People's got other things to do that takes our, takes our attention away from the Word of God. I'm coming by to tell you tonight, we can't let no one or anything take our attention off Jesus. We've got to stay focused upon the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords tonight. One little gust of wind, we can't be in the house of God. One little raindrop, don't laugh, I've, I've heard this before. Can't make it because it's raining. One little snowflake, and I love him snowflakes, by the way. Because I'm out of peanut butter. Now that seems funny, but I've heard this before now. See, I'm telling you, too many people look at the wind blowing and don't look at Christ. They allow the wind to take them everywhere else and they're drowning spiritually and they don't even realize it. It's so important and attentive that we stay focused upon Jesus Christ today. I can't let the distractions of this world take me off of my main goal. I can't let the cures of this world distract me from serving him tonight. Anybody know what I'm saying? I can't let the problems I've gone through, I can't look at them. I've got to look how big he is. I've got to keep my eyes upon him. There's some that's saying, I've got a giant in front of me. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I've got a Goliath in front of me. I'm telling you, don't look at Goliath. You need to look how big your God is. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Too many people want to look how big that thing is in front of them to distract them from what keeping their eyes on Christ. How many know that that little shepherd boy named David said, I know how big you are, but you're not bigger than the one that I serve tonight. How many know that his eyes were on the name of the Lord tonight? Distractions to take us away from our purpose. I'm going to hit it Friday night. We're here at the end. It ain't a time to get distracted. It's a time to get focused. I may lay the foundation right here in a minute. But I'm telling you, people, too many things blow. Too many things come away. And we want to, and we allow it to get our eyes off Jesus. And you want to know why people are sinking. Uh-oh. You want to know why people are going under. Because their eyes are not on Christ no more. Let me tell you, how many know the devil's going to throw distractions your way? How many know that old enemy is going to throw things your way to try to get your eyes off Jesus? But you've got to keep your eyes on him. Why? Because I'm telling you, this thing's more than just about our lives. It's a spiritual battle that we're going through tonight. You see, too many people begin to sink because... They get their eyes off Christ. 
Let me tell you, there ain't nobody under my voice that's got a problem that's bigger than him. There ain't nobody any, under my voice tonight that's got a giant in front of them uh, that's far greater than him. Anybody know what I'm saying? I want you to know that he's got all things under his feet. I'm telling you, when Peter was sinking, he was still walking on the water. I never read where Jesus sunk. Amen. I believe where he walked on it. I'm telling you, he's sim that symbolized. No matter what you're going through, no matter what's over your head, no matter where you feel like you're drowning, let me tell you, he's far greater than that that you're going through tonight. If you'll simply just reach up, he'll reach down. People seem to forget that. All they want to hear is the ways of roaring. People may think I'm a little crazy with this one I'm about to tell you right now. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you no lie. I am crazy. <laughs> a good kind. But everything I hear on the news, sometimes I want to jump for joy. Some of you are saying, why do you want to jump for joy? Because when I see all these things, then I know my redemption's that much closer. Anybody know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even though it may be pitiful things going on, but even though it may be bad things happening, let me tell you, it all testifies of one thing. He's coming in the midst of it all. I'm telling you, but too many people tonight, they're looking at the things that's going on and not looking at Christ. We can't allow the problems to begin to sink us. We can't allow the difficulties begin to sink us. We can't allow the cares of life to keep get to sink us. Uh, but the reason we got to stay going is because we got something that is worth it. Amen. I'm telling you right now, you got something that's worth more than this world. Oh no. How many got Jesus in here tonight? How many know he's worth more than anything you ever go through? I'm telling you, there may be difficulties. There may be troubles down here, but I'm telling you, I got a land on the other side where there ain't no more such thing as hospitals. There ain't no more such things as doctor's office. There ain't no more such thing as wickedness. Amen. It's so important that one stays focused. Don't allow anything to take your focus off of him. Even though the winds are howling. Anybody ever heard the wind howl in their life? When I'm talking about difficulties, and it seems like it's a mighty wind, ain't it? But I want you to know tonight he's still the master of the wind. Amen? He's still the sea walker. He's still the one that says, peace be still, and the elements have to obey his voice. Amen? I'm telling you, we've got to keep our eyes upon Jesus Christ. Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 4, 17 and 18, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding an eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but look at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are what? Eternal. 
what are you getting ready to tell me? I'm getting ready to tell you the wind may be howling in your life, but the wind's going to cease one day. Amen. I'm telling you the waves may be roaring, but the waves are going to calm down. Amen. They may be a giant there right now, but that giant's going to be gone one of these days. How many know the things of this world are just temporary? Amen. But I'm telling you tonight, but the things of God are eternal. I know we may have to go through some things down here, but I'm telling you the glory of God, the things we got waiting for us up there far exceeds anything we go down here through. But yet people like to get so distracted. Some people allow any old thing. Amen? God, give us some people that's faithful. Give us some people that's dedicated. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Till he comes, we need some people. There's going to be some prayer warriors. We need some people that says, I'm sold out to Christ no matter what comes my way. Amen? We need some people that says, my eyes are upon him tonight. I'm not going to let no one or anything distract me from my journey. We've got to realize who he's telling us to look at. All these things down here, it's, gonna, it's temporary. This building is temporary. This body that you're in, in this condition, is temporary. We can all thank God for that. How I many you know we're going to have a new body one of these days? Amen. Everything we go through down here, saint of God, it's temporary. We got something far better for us on the other side. We can't get distracted now. We can't lose focus now. We've got to stay on course. I'm telling you, we've come too far to look back. We're too close to the end to just quit now. Anybody agree with that statement? We're too close to the end to just start drowning now in the seas of life. I believe that if you turn on, I, I, I follow the news, prophecy news left and right. I check it every little bit because I don't know what's going to happen in the next few moments. But I'm telling you, there's a lot going on right now. I can't get you. Let me tell you, I've got to make my mind up. You've got to make your mind up. I'm not going to let the cares of this life drown me. I'm not going to let the storms of this life take me under. I've got to keep my eyes on Jesus. That way I can walk over everything that's over my head. Because I'm looking at him, I can walk over those things that's over me. Amen? People don't believe that. With him, you can overcome all things. Anybody believe that? How many know you're more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus? He didn't make you a victim. He made you a victor. He made you the head and not the tail. Amen? Keep your eyes on him. Stay focused on him. And you'll be all right. See, that's where Peter missed it. And, I, I, and I'm going to give Peter the props because he's the one that was the only one that was willing to get out of the boat. But where he got in trouble, but let me say, was when he got his eyes off Jesus. But I see something else about Peter. What he did when he began to sink, you know what he done? 
Notice he didn't call for nobody else on the boat. He reached up. How many know that? Who are we to call on first? Jesus Christ. See, he saw that boisterous wind. And he began to sink. But he said, Lord, save me. You know what he said? He done. He began to cry out on the name of the Lord. How many in here tonight call on the name of the Lord when they're drowning in the sorrows of life? How many in here are calling on the name of the Lord when you're in the sea of helplessness? Amen? How many know you're going to come through times like that and it seems like the, everything's against you? You better call on his name. Amen? How many know if you still call? I believe he still answers tonight. Anybody else with me? I still believe he's the God that answers prayer tonight. Amen? I love to hear the testimonies of what God has done. Amen? I don't want to stop the all. Give me just a little while longer. Too many don't want to believe in the miracle working power of God. Too many churches have thrown it out. You want to tell you why he don't move? Because of unbelief. I ain't figured. Thank God he still answers. He's still the miracle maker tonight, ain't he? He's still the one that's there at 3 o'clock in the morning. We know that famous commercial, don't we? Who do you want answering your phone at 3 o'clock? I want Christ. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I'll talk about the commercial. Yeah, that was kind of a tricky one for you right there. But, but no, let me tell you, let me tell you something. The one that will truly answer is Jesus Christ. You may not be able to get a hold of the preacher at 3 o'clock in the morning. But you can get a hold of Jesus at 3 o'clock in the morning, amen? You may not be able to get a hold of your husband or wife at 3 o'clock in the morning because they're snoring away. And they're dead in their sleep. But you can get a hold of Jesus at 3 o'clock in the morning. Anybody know what I'm saying? It don't matter what time of the day it is. All you got to do is reach up and he'll reach down. You want a miracle? Reach up. You feel like you're sinking? Reach up. You need God to intervene? Reach up. You need God to heal you? Reach up. Anybody know what I'm saying? You need God to get a hold of that family member? Reach up. Anybody ever been in a situation where it's beyond your, beyond you? It's never beyond him. It don't matter what you're going through. If you'll reach up, he'll reach down. I believe that, saint of God. The world don't have that promise. But the saint of God... We've got that promise. Call and he'll answer. Amen. Too many people don't want to reach up no more. Ain't that right? You know what that calling up to him does? It puts a helpless man in touch with an all-powerful God. How many know... There are going to be some things that come in your life that's beyond you. Amen? You may come a time in your life where the doctor gives you an answer that he says, there ain't nothing else we can do for you. Amen? How many know he may call you in there one day, tell you you got, what, it's stage four cancer. 
and there ain't a thing you can do. Can I tell you? I know one that can. Sister Mindy, you know one that brought you out of the wheelchair, don't you? <laughs> Amen. I love to hear the miracles what God does. And I believe if we'd reach up, he'd reach down a whole lot more. Amen. We just got to know that he'll do it. No matter how big or how small it seems, he'll reach. If we'll reach up, he'll reach down. Too many people don't want to reach up no more. You get desperate enough, I guarantee you, you'll reach up. You get bad enough, I won't have to beg you to get in the altar. Amen? You won't have to be pleaded with. You'll be there. You get to a point where you're sinking. I just love these people that tell me they don't believe in God. The first person they call on when they need something is God. <laughs> I've heard them before. I don't believe in him. Will you pray for me? <laughs> well, you don't believe in him. I've had them tell me that before. I worked with some before. I don't believe in God, but I need you to pray for me. You believe somewhere. I'll pray for your soul is what I told them. Then we'll worry about that. No, but too many don't want to reach up no more. Can I tell you, God ain't changed. He saved Peter. He'll lift you up. He opened the blinded eyes. Then he'll open your blinded eyes. Amen. How many know he's still the healer tonight? How many know he's still the deliverer tonight? He, how many know he's still the ever-present help in the time of trouble tonight? But too many people don't want to reach up to him no more. Can you imagine what would happen if the saints of God would begin to reach up? What would happen? I believe we could have revival, don't you, Brother Harold? It starts reaching up to him. And if there's ever been a time we need to be reaching up to him for a nation, it is right now. But people don't want to reach up. You know what? I may be getting ready to put my foot in my mouth. But too many people want to run to the world instead of run to God. They're looking for the world to solve their problems. And I'm going to tell you, but the only true answer is found in Jesus Christ tonight. I'm telling you, I've not ever been overseas. If the Lord ever allows me, one of these days I may do it if he tarries on a mission trip somewhere over there. I'd love to go to Israel or somewhere like that. But let me tell you, I've known preachers down in North Carolina, Georgia. Brother Hank Connor, they went over to the Trinidad, I believe. He said they had a tent revival out there right next to a voodoo temple. He said they would shoot fireworks here and there and everything like that. But he said we'd see them, some of them come in there and get converted. They'd see the hand of Almighty God. I can tell you times when I had a preacher down that went to Bolivia. He said these people would walk for days to hear a gospel message. You can't even get to walk around the corner. He said they'd scoop, clown. They didn't have no limbs. They just wanted to hear a gospel message. He said he had tumors come off in his hands. He said he watched them grow limbs right there in front of them. 
Some would say I'm crazy, but they don't know the God that I serve. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I know that he's able if we'll simply reach up. People don't want to reach up. They think they got it in their own ability. But I want you to know it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord of hosts. You say, well, it's over my head. I don't care if it's over your head. It's still under his feet. Peter reached up. He said, Lord, save us. He didn't call for nobody else on the boat. He called for the Lord. Who you going to call on? I'm telling you. Do we really recognize who we're reaching up to? He's more than just a man tonight, amen? He's more than just a figure. But we're reaching up to God himself. He's not fragile. He's all-powerful. He's not contained. He's omnipresent, amen? He's not limited. He's all-knowing. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. And can I tell you, He's the great I am and not the great I was. Many people want to reach at him as the great I was. Let me tell you, the same God that parted the Red Sea is the same God we serve today. Remember, I preached that a few weeks back. The same God that called Lazarus out of the grave is the same God that we serve today. How many know who we're calling on? We're calling on someone. It's got, every, it's got the whole world in his hands. Amen. We're calling on someone that don't have a license to practice, but he has the answer. He has the cure. We're calling on someone. Oh, wait just a minute. That I can walk, I can walk like Barney Fife knowing he's with me. Who shall I fear knowing that he's with me? Amen. Shall we fear the Muslims? No. Because I got a name I could call on it an answer why they don't. <laughs> I know the name of Jesus. Anybody know what I'm talking about? We need to get used with that name. We need to get back to using that name, Jesus. I don't the world may not like it, but all right. They need, don't, may not like it, but they need to hear that name. We need to get back using that name, Jesus. That's the name that make the devils tremble, amen? Peter reached up. And the Bible says immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore did thou doubt? It ain't a time to get a little faith now. It's time to build a faith. Amen? I believe we build it by getting into the house of God, into the word of God. But let me tell you, Peter put his hand up. And as Peter was saying it, I believe his hand was already down. Amen? How many know tonight? This proclaims the immediate action of Christ. When you call, he's answering. Psalms 46 and 1 says, God is our refuge and our strength 
and a very present help in the time of trouble. And Nahum 1 and 7, the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows them that trust him. Amen. I'm telling you, ain't it good to know that when it seems like we're drowning in life, that he's right there beside of us. Ain't it glad to know that when it seems like we're going down and it seems like the enemy's got us surrounded, that he's right there and ever-present help in the time of trouble. Ain't it glad to know we may get a bad report from the doctor, but I got a report from heaven saying he is the Lord that healeth me. Anybody know what I'm saying? How many know the world may say it's over? But God says, I got a different report for you. Whose report are you going to believe tonight? The report of the world or the report of God? I'm telling you right now, many people would have said, oh, they would have sunk right there. But I'm telling you, when you feel like you're going down, reach your hand up towards heaven tonight. Don't just stand there, but begin to cry upon the name of the Lord. You may think you're going down tonight, but I'm telling you tonight, put your hand up and he'll reach down and grab a hold. Love you. Let me tell you, if you ain't got the same zeal and enthusiasm as you once had, it's time to reach up. Amen. Where he can reach down. If you don't have the same hunger, it's time to reach up where he can reach down. If you don't have the same fire, it's time to reach up where he can reach down. The Lord tarries while I'm naughty. I still hope I'm jumping and running, running around. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be in glory by the end. But no, what I'm saying, too many people allow things to let them begin to sink, whether it's a physical or a spiritual problem. The point is, if you find yourself sinking no matter what it is, and you find your life off Christ, it's time to reach up where he can reach down. Don't drown. Reach up. Because that lifeguard still walks on water tonight. Amen? Too many don't want to reach up. I believe if we reached up, he'd reach down more. One must call upon the name of the Lord. Jeremiah 33 and 3. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. How many know if you call, he said, What? Saint of God? He will do what? He will answer. Here's a good picture Peter was one of his followers. Peter was sinking. He reached up, and Jesus reached down. How many tonight know, say, I need to reach up? How many know tonight they need to reach up towards heaven? You feel like you got a problem? You need to call on him tonight. You've got something beyond you? You need to get up here tonight. You got something you're facing Beyond what anybody can even imagine, you need to get a hold of him. You've got lost family members that's on their way to hell. You need to get a hold of them. 
You need to be the altar for those that's trapped inside of Sodom. You feel like you're sinking spiritually and your hunger and your desire ain't where it needs to be? It's time to reach up to him tonight. You need to be up here to call upon him. Amen? I'm telling you, here's where I'm going to finish this up with this right now. It's time for some in under my voice, everyone standing, I've got to obey the Lord to give this up to call. It's time that we put it to, to the Lord. I want to ask you tonight, maybe you find yourself sinking, maybe in problems, maybe in the cares of life, maybe spiritually. I'm telling you, he said, come and call on me tonight. You've got something bigger than you. He says, call on me. Who'll be the first one out? Says, call on me. I've got children I need to put on, cry up. I've got those that I need to get, see them to get right. It's time to call on him. It's time to call on him. Don't let him pass by. He's bigger than all your problems. He's bigger than all your situations. I pray for their son right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, right now, restoration. Lord, get him to you right now in Jesus' name. Lord, and we lift you up. Call. Lift your hand up and call on him. And I'm telling you, as you call him, he's stretching his hand down on your behalf. He'll move on your behalf. Let him do the work. In that name of Jesus Christ, we pray.